Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ask me, ask Eliza anything. It's time to ask. Ask me all your questions. Leave them in the Instagram comment section. Leave them on your Twitter or leave toes bitches oh i hate that it started that way because if you've never heard this podcast it's just like what is this yeah if your new year's resolution was start a new podcast and you opened up this one welcome to girl talk welcome to the bitch dome this is where ladies jizz out all right 2021 you made it and guess what everything is exactly the same everyone's like oh my god you get through 2020 science and bad luck don't care about the demarcation of time they don't adhere to the christian calendar Hopefully, though, it's a fresh start for you mentally, and we got a whole new bevy, whole fresh crop of questions, whole crop of questions, moving into 2021 with ease and gratitude. Um, choosing joy. <laughs> They're all, everyone, everyone's fat right now. Everyone's just getting back to work. They're like, oh, I gotta go back to my third nursing job. I gotta get back in there. I gotta listen to one more podcast. I ate so much over the holidays. I've got a PhD due and a term paper. And I've got kids. <laughs> and and an ailing parent. And I'm just, and my friend's being a bitch. <laughs> and I got to get inside to this clinic. <laughs> we got you. It's time to answer those questions. Kick it. What? I'm having apple. Don't do it right in the... Some people like this. They really don't. Why are people so touchy? Misophonia. Okay. It's not misophonia. It's misattitude. You got attitude. <laughs> Anonymous. Hi, Liza and Emily. <laughs> I mean, I'm so hungry. I know. Just don't bite it right I into. did an interview with Harvard about sociological questions, and it was an hour and a half. Yeah. And I was sweating because I had to make sure to use the biggest words I knew. <laughs> but hey, you're helping. You're helping research. Am I? No one's going to read that. No one reads papers. Yeah, you heard me. <laughs> Hi, Liza and Emily. Love the podcast. Big fan. So, me and a friend of mine recently pranked my boyfriend, and it was all fun Ooh. and games until he got so mad when he realized we were pranking him. We were him having a girl. And was super disrespectful to me. Asked me not to talk to him, which I understand because he was mad. But what hurt me was the disrespectful words what he hurt said. Me was his he said a lot of things and telling me 
including telling me to F myself. And as much as I knew I made a childish mistake and apologized, what he said to me when he was mad was so hurtful. Should I let it go and understand he was mad? We still haven't spoken. Lots of love from Africa. Now, there was an update. Africa? Yes. Then there was an update. We managed to work through our misunderstanding, but he refuses to acknowledge his mistake and said I deserved it and seems to be very stubborn about it. So I just decided to let it go, even though I told him that I will not tolerate disrespect again. I'm not sure I did the right thing. Please advise. I got it. You don't have to read the end of it. I know what the end. Please advise. You don't have to read. People are so bored by the end. I get it. Please advise. Also, thank you so much for taking the time. Like, we get it. I want to know what the prank was. I want to know what country in Africa they live in. I also do want to know the prank. Because there's like, oh, we shaved off your eyebrows and told your mom that you had AIDS. Like, what did you... What did you do? I think very rarely is a prank going to be as funny as you think it is. I think it, it just humor that relies on like, like what? So you tricked them and they got tricked and Here's now they happened. feel dumb for getting tricked. Like what's the humor? Here's what happened. What? Embarrassment with men. Like people don't talk about male embarrassment. Some guy like loses his boner during sex and then he like beats his wife. Like never discount male embarrassment. I've dealt with that with some men in my life where they were just embarrassed and all of a sudden you're not talking and- that is a thing. You maybe hurt his pride. You hurt his ego. You embarrassed him maybe in front of your friend. Men don't want to look weak. Nobody wants to look bad. I'd be interested to know what you did. And it's just like two women ganging up on him. I don't know anything about this guy. I would let it lie. Um, I, that being said, if you have the relationship where he's never said a bad thing and he said that, it is a little weird because you kind of see like when the rubber meets the road what this guy's made of. But we don't know what, let's say you did something really bad. Maybe it's tit for tat. Maybe you fucked him over, so he was like, go fuck yourself. Or it was just like, we said we got you chocolate cupcake. No, I'm kidding. It's vanilla. This is how we do it in Zimbabwe. Yeah, it, it's tough. I mean, if he's otherwise really great, I, I don't... She's saying, like, he was disrespectful and she wants him to, to apologize. Did you apologize for the prank? You know, not that it, you need to do an apology to get an apology, but this I is, just... This is weird. This is... The whole thing's weird. Don't prank people... Um, try to move forward from here and see if there if are other issues. If it was a harmless issues. prank and he said, go fuck yourself, then you clearly tapped into something that made him insecure. <laughs> so when you apologize, if you are sorry, if you're not sorry and it was funny, mm-hmm. then like dude's got to chill out. But get back to us on what you did. Yeah. You're like I only killed two of his relatives. <laughs> okay. Just need to say, this is anonymous. I was in my local grocery store, saw a man without a mask. I live in Florida. I was giving him an evil eye, but was delighted to glance at his heart cart to see two boxes of <gasps> Kashi Crunch. Oh, man. He's going <laughs> to fart that mask off anyway. He's probably farting out of his mouth. And he's, he doesn't want to breathe in those fumes. Ah. Oh, okay. This is very relevant. <laughs> anonymous. My boyfriend is the loudest eater I've ever met. I've confronted him and told him that I think his loud chewing, fork scraping, heavy breathing eating habits are hard to be Don't around. knock heavy breathing. Some he of replied, us get excited. Well, I guess you've never had to worry about food being on the table. Oh. We come from a similar socioeconomic family. Not wealthy, but not poor. We have been together for four and a half years, but this is becoming a real turnoff. Part of me thinks it's quarantine since there's no music to buffer his noisy eating. Wait, you're not allowed to have, quarant- you're not allowed to have music in your quarantine? He seems to be offended every time I bring we it up. We only eat at Applebee's, and there is always a soundtrack <laughs> there playing. There is always Taylor Swift playing. There is real love in the relationship, but this is freaking annoying. What do I do? How do you tell someone First that all, they eat so hard that they choke? You already told me. Okay, and I, I put the apple down. Now I'm starving. Look, uh, it sounds like you're the quarantine just kind of getting to you. And if it wasn't that, it might be something else. 
you're living together, he's eating, you know, and you've been together for a while. So it's like, you know, little things will start to bother you. That's very natural in a relationship. I do think it comes down to respect. I remember going to a boyfriend's house and we ate with his parents and the dad had a lot of money and he wasn't a dick or anything. I didn't really speak to him, but like, kind of like, fuck you money. Like I'll do whatever I want. He ate like a warthog drowning. Like it was, and there was, and you're just looking at it and you're just like, oh my God, it really comes down to lack of respect. Um, I eat fast and there's no excuse for it. I grew up with food and I didn't have a lot of siblings. I eat really fast. Uh, in fact, last night we had delicious dinner and I deliberately was like, I'm going to drink the soup first. I'm going to finish this water. So I'm not fucking out of breath like a monster. It really just sounds like he's not respecting you and you could just be like, I'm not attracted to you. And then he'll be like, okay, I'll chew with everything closed. Yeah. If you can't tell him, it's like, I could always tell my family. I would be like, please stop eating so loudly. Stop breathing. And they'd be like, all right, fine. The breathing thing is tough. I mean, like I can never breathe out of my nose. And so it's always- That doesn't help. Yeah. That that factors into your eating. That doesn't help your eating. It's all connected. That's what I'm saying. Right. So it's all like- I'm just saying it's not- the worst today. You're the worst sidekick today. I'm saying the breathing thing, you know, like my nose is always stuffy, so it sounds bad, but like he can slow down when he eats. It is gross. Like someone who's just voracious, you're just like, okay, well, why are you doing that? Maybe there's something else. Maybe he's stressed. But if he, if his only response is like barking into his bowl, like, we don't know what's like not to have food on the table. Yeah, I don't like that. Tell him this isn't Game of Thrones and like he can go drink his grog outside. <laughs> his mead <laughs> or do it back see how he likes it <laughs> so I know people have headphones on tell him be like I don't want to have sex with you it's record gross. him and play it back to him later that's your dinner music the ambient noises of him snarfing down Totino's pizza rolls mm. <laughs> Safe to say everybody loves bread, but everybody doesn't eat bread as often as they would like to because of bread guilt, right? Health concerns, carb fear mongering. I mean, if we could, we would eat toast sandwiches made of toast, nice layer of sandwich bread on the top, toast in the middle, and wash it down with a nice glass of bread. Hero Bread makes those same delicious favorites free of consequences or compromises. You should feel good when you eat bread. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and it's high in fiber, which is what you want. Hero Bread is delicious and flavorful, and it's soft and it's fluffy, so it puts you right back there, you know, years ago, eating your favorite sandwich before we were afraid of wheat. And they have something for everyone. They have sliced bread loaves, they have buns, they have tortillas. Don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code ELIZA at checkout. That's ELIZA at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Hurry and get 10% off your order when you use ELIZA at H-E-R-O dot C-O. It's hard to take care of your hair when there's, quite frankly, too many options. Of course you're skeptical. Everything promises to give you all the answers you ever wanted that genetics couldn't give you. But when pros says custom, they actually mean it. It's no gimmick. Your formula couldn't exist without you. Every bottle of pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. I love that pros goes in depth. I mean, they asked me my 
zip code to understand how the water in my area affects my hair. Try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love the results that they're offering my listeners an exclusive trial offer so you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash askaliza. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash askaliza for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash askaliza. There was definitely a time where my closet was crammed to the gills with every skort, gaucho pant, crop top I'd worn for the last 20 years. And there comes a time in every adult woman's life where you realize you want less clothing at higher quality. And a great way to do that without breaking the bank is upgrading to high quality affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have a wardrobe of simplistic pared down items, but I like to keep it stocked with key luxury essentials that I know I'll wear time and time again, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50. I'm a big fan of their washable stretch silk palazzo pants. I don't have time to be caring for silk like I do my children, so it's nice that I can just wash it, and it's a versatile pair of pants that I can wear out for an evening or just out with friends. The best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash Eliza for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Eliza. Anonymous. I'm a grad student finishing up my PhD in virology. Virology, viruses, virology. Not studying coronaviruses. (laughs) And I would like some advice on how to stand up for myself as a female in the STEM field. I've had issues this past year with a male colleague treating me as less than, i.e. shooting down my ideas while later agreeing when someone else suggests them and belittling my progress when he's feeling bad about his own productivity. I used to be very insecure about my abilities as a scientist, but as my confidence grew, I realized how unacceptable this behavior is. As the coronavirus that I refused to study or help in grew, I realized I was right about my hypothesis. I need some advice on how to prevent something like this from happening again. P.S. Loved your show in Indianapolis. So thankful I got to see you before quarantine hit. Oh my God, I remember that show. God, it was long ago. I went to that candle emporium that they all go to. So many candles. Um, It's tough because I don't have a normal job like you do, but I always believe speaking from the highest light in a very calm tone, calling him a fucking bitch and asking him if he wants to take this to the parking lot and not in a sexual way. You can tell that he's insecure and it's all about like him and his own ego. But let's pretend that he's not a monster. I think there's something to be said for pulling him aside and being like, hey, Randolph, um, I've just noticed that you're incredibly disrespectful to me. I want to know if I did something to offend you or if you're, if you don't want to hear my ideas and you're saying these things to give him the chance to be like, no, not at all. And you can give him some examples, be like, you do this. And it seems like you always find a way to cut me off or do whatever. And I really respect your ideas. And I, I would appreciate the same respect. Like just try to have a conversation because he, culturally, he may not have been raised to respect women. He may feel inferior to you. Um, I think bringing it up, you know, or just fucking talk over him. Is he above you or is he your colleague? It sounds like it's a colleague. I mean, you. C- it's tough because like I don't like to go toe to toe. God, I remember I did a, I did something. I was at an event once and this woman, this other actor, I guess, had the biggest attitude. And like I had to pull her aside and be like, hey, I 
don't have a problem with you. And she was like, well, we have a problem now. And I'm just like, okay, cool. Some people just want to have a problem and then it's just got to be on. I also think looking at him like he's a child, maybe you speak over him. Maybe you just cut him off. You know, like, where's your power coming from? Because this idea, like when they go low, we go high. Well, look how that worked out for us. So try to talk to him and then just treat him like a little punk that he is. <laughs> and also invite, have a pizza party on Friday and invite everyone but him. <laughs> Show him and be like, we made this pizza from stem cells <laughs> that we harvested from you while you're sleeping, Randolph. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, By the way, you're working in fucking stem cells. No, she's in the STEM field, which is science. Oh, STEM. Yeah. Engineering and math. I know what STEM is. Okay, sorry. I thought you said stem cells. (laughs) Still super important. But you know what? Dorks, people always make fun of like guys named Chad, right? From all the the oppressed women, they don't like women. Dorks are the scariest. Like nerds who have a chip on their shoulder, like that's where you run into real problems. So- Tread lightly. Remember that he has an ego. He probably, maybe has a crush on you or something, but we're too far into 2020 to be like, oh, this is cute. It's ex- excusable. So fucking sack up and let him know, do not mistake my kindness for weakness. And I'm going to start embarrassing you. I'm going to pants you in the STEM lab. Don't touch us. Don't touch him. <laughs> or fuck him. Maybe that's what the kid needs. A nice, hard fucking. Oh. Anonymous, hello and happy holidays, even though I'm sure this will be answered later on. Correct. The kid's a fucking dork. He's jealous of you. He doesn't know how to talk to girls. So you just be you and don't let him dim your light. And then if you need to talk to a man to man, I bet he gets over it once you actually give the courtesy of talking to him. And if he's so little punk, then you just got to run shit. Run it. Run it. When you go into your groups to do your group projects, you just talk right over him. Okay, fine. Dorks are the worst. Dorks with chips on their shoulders. Angry nerds. That's who run the world. Fucking angry nerds who want hot wives because they didn't get laid till they were like 30. Watch out. School shooter. Did I, this is going to be old news, but did you read that article about the girl who dated Martin, Martin Shrelly? King of the nerds. Only somebody who's deeply flawed and under sex would jack up pharmaceutical prices like that. Yeah. That's, that's who you're dealing with. Yeah. And honestly, he'll probably just hate you forever. He already hates himself. And like that girl that like didn't sit next to him in the fourth grade. So nothing you can do about it. You just be you. You keep on shining. But did you read through to like the last twist in the article? Yeah, she doesn't want to talk to him. No, that he is not talking to her and hasn't talked to her in months. That's what I said. That's what I meant. Yeah, he's a fucking dork. So insane. Dorks are, and you see him in comedy too, like this like, no girl ever touched my penis, so now I'm going to take it out on all of them. (laughs) So you just do you. He's going to hate you regardless. And come code me a new assistant. (laughs) (laughs) Could a robot do my job? Mm, Chunks of it. Chunks? Who? who? (laughs) Chunks of it. I describe my job in chunks. There's the chocolate (laughs) chunk, the banana chunk. Hello and happy holidays, everyone, even though I'm sure this will be answered later on. In a recent conversation with my husband, my brother-in-law, B, his brother. You've got to read these before. I read them before. I'm trying to do the math. So my husband's brother, Get the B, STEM girl. announced he was a fascist. My husband was quick to say that. that no, is- you don't get announced you're a fascist. You get called a fascist <laughs> by someone else who is a fascist. My husband 
are just who knows what a fascist quick is. to say that is unacceptable and would not be talking to B until he figured out how to not be a trash person. B is currently serving in the army and is not around us, but is coming home for the holidays. My sister-in-law, their sister, also came out as gay, though not to B. And since B is a fascist, also wants nothing to do with him. The problem is my in-laws, their parents. They are saying they don't want to pick sides between their kids or saying between that it is- Between their naturally born gay kid and a self-proclaimed fascist? Yeah, real hard one. Saying that it is my sister-in-law's responsibility to change B's mind about the LGBT plus community. Oh boy. They invited us over for Christmas and her 50th birthday, but we declined because B was going to be there. And they asked us if they could borrow our three-year-old Wait, for how are festivities. You a fascist if you're in the U.S. Army. <laughs> no. It's not led by like a supreme dictator. <laughs> and then you're in the wrong field. Get a one-way, get a spirit airline ticket to North Korea. See you later. See you next Tuesday. They are all about saving face. Tell us to delete social media posts calling attention to our family fascist and so on, but not seeing how the stain on our family is B. How do we get to them without them feeling like we're making them choose between kids and see that their golden army child is an actual trash person? I think you need to have an intervention where you where he learns the meaning of the word fascist. How old do you think this guy is? There's like, mom, dad, I'm a fascist. He's 17. <laughs> I'm a fascist and yeah, I picked the wrong career, okay? It's really weird to be in an army not led by one dude. It's so dumb. Um, look, <laughs> being this is part of when people talk about like, obviously racism isn't a thing here, but like being anti-racist is not enough to be like, oh my God, I love all colors, but like proactively being anti-something. Right. You should all be sitting down with him. You should all be thinking of how to like cater to the gay kid and be make it more comfortable for them. You should not be making it easier. I appreciate that he's in the army, but the dude's a fucking idiot. So like all the respect for the military, you guys, this has nothing to do with the fact that he's in the military. Um, and so he shouldn't get special treatment because of that. And by the way, like, I, I'm sure if he shared that idea with a lot of his brothers and sisters in the military, they'd be like, what are you fucking talking about? Torben? Torque? I just don't understand how big of a nerd you have to be to be like, everybody, I identify as a fascist. My pronouns are Heil Hitler. Those aren't pronouns. But, <laughs> um, you, look, this sounds like a fucking nightmare and it will have already happen. People like this eventually change their minds or they end up killing someone. I, I, the family should be embarrassed and I think, you know, try to talk him out of it. Be like, what makes you a fascist? Aside from the fact that nothing does. And quick, what is the definition of fascist? And you won't be able to do it. And I then just, you'll embarrass him and then he's going to be mean to you in STEM lab. I know that like stereotype of people going to college or whatever and becoming communist, but to, to declare yourself a fascist is so crazy. Yeah, something's weird here. Something is weird. This guy is weird. Something's wrong. You all need to stand by the gay one because one's a choice and one is the way you're born. I am guessing that the one that's a fascist has always been a little off. Yes. His parents have always like- 100%. A, a, like made everything be about him too. Cause it's like, oh, he can't, he can't get along with other people. The guy's so. a fucking asshole. And you know yeah. what? He's probably gonna go off the rails, but you should be supporting. I mean, I'm, we don't know if the gay guy's a good person or anything, but like the right thing to do is sit down and have a discussion because that's what we're missing in our country. Be like, why are you a fascist? And it shouldn't matter what his opinion is. If someone's gay, we're too far into time right, for this to be a conversation that matters. You're gay. Move on. Does fascism 
Is fascism Does it specifically anti-gay? No. What is, is white supremacy. Right. Which is which what he's is, really saying he is. Yeah. So nip that shit in the bud and your family needs to rally around the gate and be like, we don't support this and that and we want to have a conversation with you. Yeah. But, but breaking it to him should not be a concern. Uh-uh. Who cares how that guy's going to take it? Because he's wrong. The fact that you have to think about it means this guy has caused you trouble in the past and I would be prepared to have a discussion. Yeah. And fucking, fucking guns blazing. Not literally. Fucking come in there armed with facts and be like, tell me why you're a fascist. Tell me how you're in the U.S. military but actually a fascist. And then tell me that you're not a fucking Nazi. That's what he is. Yeah. Anonymous. I'm 19 and from Austin originally, but in the last two years, I've moved overseas. I've also noticed that my self-worth has for the longest time come from male attention and especially being a conventionally pretty woman, aka hit on by horny 20-somethings. Love it. All of this came to Me a too. head when I recently had one of my front teeth between <gasps> front two and canine noticeable, not hideable, extracted while visiting home. My friends don't know yet and I hate what people, especially men, remember I get validation and self-worth from their species, will think, how do I start to shift my reliance to other healthier places? Also, you can totally add my name. I don't care. Hades is missing a tooth. Can I see a picture? Let's see. Let's see that weird tooth. Let's see if, oh, we can't see the weird tooth. It's private and a closed mouth. Unfortunately, you're not that pretty. No, you're very pretty. Um, I know she is. Look, I, here's the thing. Oh, look, you had it extracted, but did you get it replaced? Right, what's the plan going forward? Are you going to drink through a straw forever? <laughs> I really wanted more access to a straw. No, what's the plan going forward? This can't be forever because it says, my friends don't know yet. Like, is this forever? You're 19. Are you going to cosme- get another tooth? Was it a cosmetic choice? Like, how are you going to eat? I can only assume it's a medical thing and that they will get something else put in, but maybe they have to wait for something oh to get God. it put in. My best friend got like a cap on her tooth and they have to, and this is a lot of people when they get a fake tooth, they file down your real tooth. So it's like you actually have a chiclet. You have a baby tooth under the fake tooth. Um, look, most people have imperfect teeth. Mm-hmm. Most people, I mean, move to England and no one will say anything, but um, you're going to get a replacement tooth. And hopefully you can't just have a hole there. <laughs> I, what are we talking here? Are we talking like full, <laughs> like mad magazine cover? Or are we talking front tooth is extracted front tooth? It's Your front tooth? between front two and canine. So this one, this flat one right here before your yeah. fang. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a hockey accident. Yeah, what happened? But I mean, the, but that's such a weird thing. That's not, Look, it's Madonna's not like that got a like, gap. People have gaps. Nobody cares. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're going to get it replaced. And let's say you don't, which I don't know why you wouldn't. <laughs> get a payment plan, pay, pay off that tooth. Um, our biggest insecurities are often, other than my thighs, which fashion reinforces that they're too big all the time, are often things that other people never notice. Now, a giant <laughs> car length, people might notice, but... uh. I doubt it's as big of a deal. And you're going to get it. I don't know why we're talking about this. You're going to get a fake tooth. And then when you get the fake tooth, nobody's really going to notice. Well, Plenty of people have teeth that don't match or fake. It doesn't matter if, and, and you can still smile. And you know what you do? You lure them in with just a toothless smile. 
And then when they start talking, then you give them the big smile, but then they're already so into you. I just, because it is, I feel like it sounds like such an obvious, like something has gone awry. It's not like you've just let one rot and people are like, ew, what's wrong with you? That's why it was extracted. Well, no, but I feel like if I saw someone who's straight up missing an entire tooth, I wouldn't be like, ew. I'd be like, oh, clearly they have something going on. Yeah, I think you're just in a weird transition right now. And it's okay if guys don't tell you're pretty for like a week or two weeks. Well, so that's what the question really is, is, is how to get past no, that I need think the question for is, what are you do validation about that from men, which is just something that you, I don't know if there's no, a- No, I can't tell you that because we all like it. And it is something that makes the world go around, validation for other people. And especially if you've always had that. I actually watched the 30 Rock last night where she's dating John Hamm and he's so attractive in the bubble. And she's like, here's what it's like for the rest of us. He's like, I want back in the bubble. And then he loses his hands, much like you lost your tooth and he has to get hooks. Don't get a hook. Um, Yeah, it's not like all of a sudden you can become super funny or something. But just know that anybody who's gonna like you is gonna like you for you. And you are pretty. And that's that. I think also, you know, maybe you have to have a conversation with yourself. If the validation for men is what gives you self-worth, like, do you maybe, do you not like yourself? Do you not really know yourself? It's okay, by the way. Only ugly girls are like, you only get validation for men. Validation for men is the fucking best. Having an attractive guy think you're attractive is the best. Ugly guys thinking you're hot, I get that all day long. And I'm like, this is not doing anything for me. But uh, it, it, I get it. And it's, t- it's just as valid as someone thinking you're smart or funny. We all have our thing. And when that gets rattled, it's going to rattle your self-esteem. So you're allowed to kind of take a knee and sit with it and look into tooth replacement options because there's just no reason in America to be wandering around without a front tooth. There just isn't. <laughs> put, a piece of, put a piece of gum in there. Put a chocolate in there and slowly suck on it until it gets very small. And then you can chew it. <laughs> just put a piece of gum and just be like, aren't I wacky? If you're hot enough, by the way, you're pretty attractive. You can get away with most things. <laughs> I know. You really can. If you're just like own it, you're like, this is the new thing on TikTok to knock out your fucking front tooth. <laughs> Whatever. And who the fuck is he that he's like, I need to have all teeth standing at attention. <laughs> so whatever. But if you're hot, you can usually get away with most things. And I'm specifically thinking of hot people who have horrible personalities. Mm. Like if like being a Virgo means a lot to you. <laughs> Like, you can get away with a lot when you're attractive. I'm talking to my plants. Well, that's okay. <laughs> okay, so we have an update that I think is satisfying, especially after all the questions we got about people that weren't traveling, that were being harassed by family members to travel for various events during COVID. Did you smell this candle? Did I see you do that earlier? No, I was look. I turned it to look at it to see please, what the scent please, was. Please don't touch my things. Please don't touch my things. Okay. So this is an update to someone who had asked. They were going to get married. They had pushed their wedding back, right, because of COVID. But their cousin decided to have a wedding over Thanksgiving. And when this person was like, I can't go to your 100-plus person wedding, COVID, the family was like, oh, you're a martyr because your wedding got pushed back. I remember this. Okay. So update. Uh, Been two weeks since the wedding. To no surprise, there are positive cases. I didn't go. So my aunt uninvited herself from my wedding and my cousin was just horrible. When I tried to explain to her why I wasn't going, her mom got to her first, told her about how jealous I was, how I wanted to take the spotlight away from her to get pity. By not going? 
to this wedding. Because of a pandemic. Well, two of the positive cases are the bride and groom themselves. <gasps> they tested positive while on their honeymoon at a resort in Mexico and are being forced to quarantine for two weeks there. That's had to so call bad. off I mean, of unless it's like a sandal. And cancel What's their the, flight. What kind of resort is it? I just think they, they, they're- pl- Is it like, like an auberge resort or is it like- mm, like a, like a, like a sandals. But also the fact that like now they can't go back to work. Like they're missing out on income because they were so selfish and stupid. Yeah. Great. I mean, bad, but also no, good great. thing you didn't fuck go. Fuck them. Yeah. And fuck that aunt. I hope she I got ha- COVID too. <laughs> I know, me too. And that girl owes you an apology. For real. She should be like, look, I did get COVID at my wedding, as did many other people. I can't believe this is any- Who is this family? You're Response to everything from now on should be the bride got COVID. That's it. it it's a fucking, it's like the sequel to Contagion. You're, the bride's the fucking outbreak monkey. And I have other references about contagious diseases in movies. So I can't believe that there's anything left to be said. The bride, and they'll be like, well, other people did. The bride got COVID at her wedding. Now I'm, and that, by the way, of the cases you know about. Other people probably got COVID too. Now they could have gotten it the day before, the day after. I don't know how soon they went on the honeymoon. Multiple, yeah. All I know is that multiple people from the wedding got it, including bride and groom. I honestly would find the tallest horse you can buy and get up on that high horse and sit there until everybody comes and licks your butt. Isn't that so satisfying? Yeah. That is the best ending that is the best version of, and then they got COVID and you're like, yes, <laughs> you did the right thing. Kudos to you. Yeah. Where's your mother in all of this? Oh yeah. The, whoever's related to the like, aunt, well, your mother or father. Spoiler alert, she died of COVID. Oh, no. uh, that aunt's a bitch. And you can just sit back in the cozy comfort of knowing mm, you were right. <laughs> Ooh, satisfying, righteous bubble bath. <laughs> Ooh, that's, you don't even need the apologies. No. You were right. And you get to walk down the aisle with a smug grin on your face, healthy and having full capacity of your lungs because you didn't get nor give COVID at your, it was not a super spreader wedding. I wonder if the aunt's going to try to get back in and come to the wedding Uh -uh. when it eventually happens. Tell her she's got to quarantine the rest of her life. And you say, (laughs) you guys are unscience, non-science believers. You're not invited. Mm-mm. Oh man, that's got to feel so good. Yeah. God, people have awful families. <laughs> it's no secret that fast fashion and the demand for fashion in general is helping to wreck our planet. Well, introducing Newly. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. And they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. I gifted Newly to a friend whose daughter works in an office where you have to be presentable and it's trendy. She gets to try out stuff. She always looks fresh at work. She always looks cute. And when she's done with it, which we usually are after wearing something for a while, she can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code ELIZA20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's. And enter the code ELIZA20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com. Newly with two U's with code ELIZA20. 
newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Do you know when Crystal Pepsi was discontinued? What was in Al Capone's vault? Or which famous meteorologist is Lenny Kravitz's second cousin? If not, then you haven't spent enough time on Wikipedia. But that's okay, because you can learn it all on the new podcast, WikiHole, from Smartless Media. Discover the craziest rabbit holes on Wikipedia with host Darcy Carden and her favorite comedian friends as they bring the cyber frontier directly to your tympanic membrane. And if you listen to WikiHole, you'd learn that's the sciency term for eardrum. WikiHole is a hyperlink roller coaster, starting out on one Wikipedia page and then going from link to link to link, careening through trivia, oddities, and unexpected connections until everyone wonders, how the hell did we get here? Follow WikiHole on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to WikiHole ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Anonymous, if someone were to write a movie or TV show where you and Christina Applegate are sisters, what would you want it to be about? Because I think you look like each other and I know Hollywood would totes try to cast her as your mom, even though she's only like 10 years older than you. But anyway, she grew up with no choices. I think you would both be hilarious together. Would it be dark comedy or something off the wall or satirical? It would be about me being cast as Kelly Bundy and her being my acting coach. That way I get to wear all of the Kelly Bundy (laughs) 90s clothes because that is my fashion inspo. Is she playing herself or it's set back in the past she's, and you were the Kelly Bundy and she is not herself? Some sort of facsimile and perhaps she's the spirit of Kelly Bundy and she gets hit by a car and I'm her stunt double. Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I would love that. I think she's great. I think if you watch Anchorman, she holds her own in a brilliant way. It's oh, really yeah. hard to not get, to not, to, it's, to it's really hard to shine rolled. against, yeah, to get seen against someone like Will Ferrell who's a comedic genius. So- she did great. She's always been beautiful. She always does a great job. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen Dead to Me, but I'm She's sure it's great. She's a great villain in uh, in Bad Moms. And let's not forget the sweetest thing. Yes. Which is great. Her and Cameron, what a pair. And uh, Selma Blair. Eliza oh. and Christina Applegate. Put it out into the ether. Call my agents at UTA. Sorry, that's, <laughs> yep, that's it. That's where I am. Okay. Hi, Let's get her on this podcast. <laughs> okay, Everyone send her a DM because I have always loved her and I loved Kelly Bundy. That's my Luke. Avengers and Baby, or no, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's oh, Dead. Great movie. For those of you young ones, dishes are done. Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead is classic 90s movie viewing. I just bought a movie that I haven't watched yet. She's on the cover. It's from like the 90s. Some people traveled back from supposed the past. To, you know, like it's just her in her room and changing. They, <laughs> and they jumped out of a sewer. Right. And I Next think she question. has to help okay. them. Okay, this is not your podcast. My joke was better. Hi, Eliza and Emily. Question for Eliza about Eliza. Thank God, finally. <laughs> Something for me. Will you continue to pursue acting? If so, what kind of role would you really like to play? You kicked ass in Spencer Confidential. Loved it. Thanks, Jane. Thank you. I really did. Um, Hopefully there's um, a Spencer Confidential 2 coming out. Fingers crossed. I am attached to multiple projects this year as well as multiple shows that I am uh, trying to create. So I will pursue it as much as it will have me and where it won't, I will make my own fucking opportunities. I wrote and start in a movie that's hopefully coming out in 2021, Mm -hmm. um, as well as other little things coming out that will be peppered in throughout the year. So the answer is yes. Do you have a dream kind of role you want to do? You want to do a horror. I love horror movies. I think the more acting you do than, you know, of course I've never really gotten to do like a normal comedy movie, but I'll take whoever will hire me. Tomorrow, Pieces of a Woman is coming out. If you're listening to this the day, it's coming out. Yeah, I'm in that. On Um, Netflix. And uh, heavy drama. Yeah, not a fun hang. Uh, beautiful movie, but very mm-hmm. serious. Um, and I, you know what I'd love to play is like, um, like a can you ever forgive me type role. 
Oh, just a hateful. <laughs> just someone who's like not likable, but then gets likable. Because we're for with women, she it's always like, is she likable? And it's like, why not? Like, who cares? Yeah. Whatever. All right. Oh, and an action movie. I think I'd be great in that comedy action movie. Yeah. Because I can do my own sound effects when I hit someone. During Spencer Confidential, we coordinated a fight scene that we never did. And I could not help every time I did a move. Were they like, shut the... Oh, it's so embarrassing. It. Especially, whoosh, like I do the wind-up wind. It's so embarrassing. I can't help it. Whoosh. Were you fighting James Dumont? We had that scene, but I was working with the this... I'm blanking on her name and she was lovely. She was our like stunt coordinator and she knew how to fight. So we were working on it, but yeah. in the coordinating. Whoosh. <laughs> Anonymous. Hey, Eliza and Emily. <laughs> Is it weird if anytime I ask my boyfriend to do something, i.e. go ice skating, camping, literally anything, he tells me no, but then does it with his friends the next week? He goes I've ice skating with his friends? I've expressed to him how much I want to do these things, and he always says no or gives some excuse, then makes plans to do that specific thing with his friends. This friend group consists of two girls and one guy. One of the girls is dating the other guy, so they're a couple, which leaves my boyfriend and the other girl. IDK, if I should be worried or not, do you think it's weird that he tells me no, then turns around and makes plans to do the exact thing I have to do? Help. Is it? That's weird. Is it so weird, but is it literally, is it just those two examples or First of all, why are you not included? Why is it not? I don't want to go along with you, but let's go with the group. Yeah. Why Something can't weird. you go? He's cheating on you. What's up with him and He's that cheating girl? On you. It's something's weird. Unless she's absolutely hideous. You're like, she's really hot and she's missing this tooth. <laughs> uh, something's weird. It, it weird. is. Because why aren't, yeah, why aren't you going with him? By That's way, such a great question. One thing if it was his best friend, like guy time or his best friend and the girlfriend, but it's weird that you're not invited. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's just that other straggler girl. You should be invited. Also, is he just like, you ask him something and he writes it down in his journal and then yeah. he calls his friends and is like, guys, I have a great plan Especially for our next double date. If it's like always girly things, you're like when Pilates class, he's like, I can't, I got to go with Tom and these two other girls. Uh, he's cheating on you or he's flirting with this girl. Um, and there's nowhere for you to say it without, because he'll be, he'll deny it forever. Gather some more information, but something is really wrong here. Yeah, ask to come the next, be like, hey, I when he says, hey, I'm going ice skating great, with I these come? three people. Great, great, we talked about doing that. Great. I'm can I, I'll, I'll be there. I'll leave my pants. Let's go. Let's fucking go. I'm straightening <laughs> my hair. Let's go. Where is she? Don't wear any grabbable earrings, girl. Crack those knuckles. Something's, no, something's very weird. weird. Um, I would... I would run from this situation. Something's very weird. He's flirting with that girl and he's enjoying being with her. Something's yeah. weird. You need Something's to weird. go. And if that's not the case, it's actually even weirder. I it really is because I don't know what else. It, it just what did they what do you guys do together? Do you do things together? Who ever? doesn't want to go ice? Who's like, I don't want to go ice cream with my girlfriend. I just want to go with other people. It's weird. Yeah. I don't like it. No. Talk Camping? To him. Was the other one? Or Camping. Uh he hooked up with that girl. Something's if that girl was there, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Update us. Please. <laughs> Update us so that I'm, I'm validated. <laughs> Anonymous. I'm, and by the way, I'm ne I'm always like, all right, let's just talk. Here's the guy. I always try to represent the guy's side. It's fucking weird. It's, this is really weird. Want to spritz? You want to spritz? It feels nice. Let me put it on your face. No. Let me spray your face. Let me spray your arm. Why? Because it's nice. It's nice. No. Okay, I'm sorry. That you, oh, you, I just want to smell like Fritos. <laughs> spray it. What do you it's rose water spray that someone gave me. Hey, Liza and Co. I'm a 26. You don't smell like Fritos. But I also, because you're my employee, I don't get near you. To, I don't know what you smell like. Perfect. That's your choice. 
<laughs> to not be near each other Some of the or what I smell like. What you smell like is your choice. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Liza and Co. I'm a 26-year-old female who dips my toe in dating apps every once in a while. The only problem with this, other than the obvious mundane dating app issues, is I have two best friends who also have actively used them in the past and I constantly end up talking to the same people they have. What do you think the protocol for this should be? Currently, I ask them about the guys and if they've met up and done the do, the guy becomes a pass for Don't me. Do. Just thought this would be a fun thing to discuss since I've never heard anything like it on the show before. I love you guys in the pod. Thanks for being amazing. I feel like you are living maybe in a smaller town, like where there aren't a ton of people. Look, here's what the rules should be. It should be whatever the friend is comfortable with to a point. Meaning, if she slept with the guy and she still has feelings, hey, stay away. But if she slept with him and she doesn't like him, like, you should be able to go out with this guy. Yeah. Just because she went out with him and it didn't fit, that means that if you're friends with someone that went out with a guy and they're not right, that means you could never, especially they didn't really date. They just, like, went on a date. So I'd have a conversation with your friends, especially if it's, like, a limited dating pool. But I really believe this is not college as adults, like, just because your friend went out with someone and they weren't right for them doesn't mean they should be off limits to you. Right. I, I just, you can't have a monopoly. And then you have no one. It's because your friend got there first. Yeah. I've, I have a friend of mine slept with Noah. I don't care. Great choice, both of you. Brava. <laughs> it's, it's whatever, we're adults. Especially as you get older, you're like, look, everyone slept with everyone, let's move on. Yeah. So that's what I think. If yeah. you have a friend that's like, I don't know, it's ending, it's weird, and- she like especially if she's already dating someone i don't know if she is like unless unless she dated dated someone if she went on a couple dates like whatever yeah you can't sound like you're peeing on him and marking him right move on Anonymous. Hi, Eliza, Emily, and sweet Tianfu. I have been married for 12 plus years and have three kids under 12. Oh my God. My husband and I dated You've for, been busy. for four years before getting married at 23 and 24. Yes, I know that's considered young these days. No, I'm not judging you. My husband has never really been a big communicator when it comes to emotional family stuff. Whenever something happens in his family, I rarely hear about it. He can spend two plus hours on the phone with his sister talking about family issues, but when he gets off the phone and I ask him about it, he'll shrug and say, I don't know, my parents are having problems. Probably just tired. Sometimes his sister will tell me things at a laser later time, but I'm rarely involved. The thing is, if anything happens with my family, I always tell him about it. It's upsetting that he doesn't include me in his family dealings. Obviously, I don't expect that I can magically solve things for them. But when I asked him point blank why he doesn't ever tell me what's happening in this family, he said, well, it's my family and their issues. Should I be upset that he doesn't care to involve me or even talk to me when it comes to his family? Oh, and to give more context, his parents live in the house next to ours and we see them almost daily and our kids go over there a lot as well. Also, we come from different cultures and are a biracial couple. He is South Asian and I am Caucasian. We had very different upbringings. For instance, I am pro-therapy and he is against it. He's always said problems shouldn't be discussed outside the family, but I am his family. So it's upsetting he doesn't include me. Look, I think you say that to him. He sounds pretty stoic and pretty set in his ways. I... I'm guilty of sometimes like Noah will discover information. He'll be like, uh, found out through Emily because Eliza didn't tell me. And sometimes like, I think like we share stuff about our families, but like it is just family business or it's too complicated. Or frankly, like he's kind of just listening to his sister because it's his sister and doesn't really want to rehash it. You ever like get a piece of gossip and you're like, I'm too tired to even talk about it again. Plus he's a guy. So he already went through the listening and the kibitzing of all of it. 
it's I don't think it's a slight against you, honestly. Um, I think it's just the way that he's wired and, you know, maybe talk to the sister more or something. And there is the fact that you're white and they're South Asian and there is that rift and maybe they don't consider you part of the family or whatever. There's also the Yenta-ism of it all. Like you kind of want to be involved for like the sweet, sweet gossip and something to do. And I think that's just a function of being a girl. I find myself doing that sometimes where I like kind of just want to get involved just for the sake of something to talk about. But if I really ask myself, do, do I really need to know this? Does this really need my input? The answer is usually no. Mm-hmm. I would not take it personally. Especially the fact that he just, he just does, he doesn't believe in therapy. He does, but like, this is just, he, he talks to the person that is doing the thing yeah, about the thing very and direct. no one else. Yeah. It's, it's a very guy way to handle it. Like, and I've had this in my own relationship. My husband gets off the phone with his family and that drama, whatever the thing is, just like any family. And I'm like, what? And he's like, no, it's just whatever. Yeah. So it's not, and then he tells me and I'm like, okay, what are we eating? Yeah, I mean, that's my parents, my mom, whenever my dad would like go see his friends, my mom would be like, oh, what's up with him? Like, what's going on with his family? And my dad's like, I don't know. And she's like, what did you do? What did you talk about for two hours? Like, how was school? Good. Yeah. Yeah. My mom's always like, how's Noah? I'm like, ask him. All I do all day is talk to Noah. You ask Noah. Let me be. (laughs) I would, I'd be, I'd get over it. Yeah, I think it's it's okay. I mean, you can talk to him about what you want. Maybe if you're like, hey, if it involves the kids, please let me know. If it, it doesn't sound like the- he's withholding information. It sounds like really pedantic stuff about like his sister's day in and day out. And it's not, yeah. you know, if I think you could get upset if it was like something serious or yeah. something, the whole family. But as long as you're still able to make plans and everything's okay, I, I personally would just be like, that's how my husband is. Go next door. Okay, by the way, I think it's okay to not share everything. To have not secrets, but like your own little private channels with people mm. that don't involve. I mean, my poor husband has to listen to everything about my friends and he does, but he'd also be okay if I didn't share that stuff. Stand outside the window at your neighbor's house where they live. Listen to their side of the conversation. Listen to their Southeast Asian. I don't know if they're speaking Thai or Vietnamese or what. And then and then get Rosetta Stone and fucking just Learn impress it. them. Yeah. In secret. Maybe they're Kapun Ka and they'll be like, oh my fucking God. We love it. Anonymous. Hi, Liza and Emily. Hi. I, I love... It's me, you guys. I love the podcast. Thank Here's you. a question if so you're much. up for it. Okay. I am a 31-year-old woman and my husband, 31 male, refuses to throw anything away. For example, when his parents moved years ago, he boxed up all his kid toys and kept them. I don't mean a few keepsakes. I mean my basement is half full of things. I've been slowly throwing things away, but I'm worried of throwing away something with actual sentimental value. But it's not just these things. I got a secondhand desk a few years ago and now I am ready to rehome it again. What does that mean? Give it away? (laughs) Yeah. That's a nice little buzz word. We're not throwing it away. We're rehoming it to the garbage. He keeps trying to come up with reasons to keep it. There are Uh small incidents, but it's always like this. Socks with holes in them, I have to sneak them into the garbage. It's not that he's a hoarder because our house is tidy enough. It's exactly that he's a hoarder. And he doesn't buy things he doesn't need. Just that he doesn't want to get rid of things he doesn't need. Any advice? He's a hoarder. That's exactly what a hoarder is. And the fact that he doesn't want you to get rid of a desk which has no sentimental value to him, I think he might need to see a therapist about why he attaches such sentimentality to inanimate objects. Like we all have a blanket or a thing or a toy or a book. We all have all the places you'll go from when we graduated high school. Um, Is he an only child? Are his parents dead? Like, is it something like that? 
Because, and by the way, in the meantime, I would suggest just covertly, clandestinely just throw stuff out. My mom does that with my stepdad. He's not a hoarder, but I, he keeps things and she's just like, I throw it out, I throw out everything. And I, I think I could have been a bit of a pack rat and I've absorbed that trait from my mother. And my husband's like, you can't just throw things out. I'm like using it. I'm like, I throw it out. Cause I am like a Nordic minimalist. Like I don't a like Japanese, that. what's it called? Japandi, Japanese Scandinavian style. I want like one dish. I don't even have any furniture in my living room. That's because I just haven't gotten around to it, but less stuff, less clutter. Makes the Lord a happier I don't, man. I don't like that she's thrown out his stuff without even talking to him. You don't get to chime in on this. I'm sorry. Because I, she's married to you, basically. I'm yeah. not You have If a I go in the you basement in a year and I'm looking for my belonging that I knew was there and it's not there and I find out it was thrown out without speaking with me about it, I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be real mad at that social worker who came to reclaim my seven cats. Um, I would just start throwing stuff out or I'd come down and be like, pick 10 things because I'm turning this into, and you should call it my she shed. It's my lady den. You got to have a, a real come to Jesus because there's no way it all means something to him unless his dad like handcrafted each toy and it's gross. So is, Why is it hypothetically gross? the trunk of his Honda. If you have the space Emily. for your boxes of your things, why can't you have it's your insane things? insane because it's insane and it shows that there's something wrong if you why? cannot get rid of things. Because there's no reason to hang on to trash. It's it, not trash. Yes, it is. Everything in your car is trash. I'm not talking about my car. I'm talking about I've all been of his stuff. Talking his- about your car the whole time. <laughs> um, there's something, something happened. There is something traumatic in your husband's life that has led him to do this. It's always that too. When you watch Hoarders, um, now let's say he's not a hoarder. Then he's just being selfish. What? I don't no, I think she's being selfish because she needs all the space in the home for herself to be empty. He's a grown man keeping boxes of toys that he doesn't plan on selling on eBay. Maybe he's going to have a, well, they're, they haven't appreciated in value enough yet. I guarantee they're all used and they have vomit on them. I think you say, Hey, keep Why? 20 items that you love, but let's sell or get rid of the rest. There's no reason to just keep them in boxes unless it's like super organized. That's my take. And you and I are obviously going to have to have words after this podcast, Emily. Me? You see everything in this room has like a space and a box and it's organized and I throw out stuff. I mean. What? You're going to shit on the fan art? Yeah. No. Now you what? throw out all kinds of stuff and then I'm like, I need that. No, you don't need it. You don't need a used stamp. You're the one that saves yeah, stamps. Yeah, I save stamps. So what? That's, that's money down the drain. It's called good finances. Ask um, Suze Orman. Susie? Suze. Susical. Kick it. Hi, all. I would insert all of your names here, but the thought of misspelling one of them gives me anxiety. So as we say in Sweden, no one mentioned, no one forgotten. Hmm. Oh, wow. That is a terrible way to remember the Holocaust, <laughs> but go on. <laughs> I need your help on what I know is your specialty, breaking up with a girlfriend, or rather, should I end my friendship? Yes. I'm Next a tw- question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a 26-year-old girl living far away from my hometown, so all of my relations are new ones. Last year, I met this person who quickly became my friend and even quicker, my best friend. <sighs> During this year, I've seen her in multiple shorter relationships and every time a big part of her personality changes. Deep down, she's still the same, or at least I think she is. I know I can trust her to drop everything for me and that we share several core values and that I can always turn to her when something is on my mind. And that we are both shapeshifters. <laughs> Shape-shifting lizards. Still Don't a- mention it. Don't remember it. 
Kung, kung, kung. Still, it bugs me that she is such a social chameleon and changes as soon as she changes her boyfriend. For context, during the year, during the year, she has gone from being a complete party person, going to clubs several times a week, not caring about if it's the middle of the week or the weekend, taking drugs and so on, to being a real indoor person, cooking homemade meals, having movie nights constantly, exercising or reading a lot. To lastly, is this a bad thing? To lastly, ending up in her latest boyfriend's group of friends and staying in, playing board games and drinking beer six days a week. It's like she adapts cool. his, whoever he is, lifestyle and thus changes half of her life, thoughts, interests in the process. It sounds like she's devolving from super cool to a giant nerd. <laughs> so I Every, whoever she's with, if they like to party, she parties. If they I like to stay home, she stays home. I have to be honest. It. I was gonna. I was siding with you at the beginning of this, but these sound like healthy changes. Mm. And you're supposed to party less as you get older. I. If it were the other way, I'd be like, all right, maybe slow down. But like, it's you're supposed to want to do the things that your significant other wants to do. Does she have stuff she likes to do that they do? Have you asked that, or do you just not see it? Because she wants to spend time with him. And if this is what he likes to do, you know, it's also like when you're in a relationship, like going out and drinking and partying, it's like, okay, well, we all know where my mouth is going the other night, right on my pillow where I drool next to my hubby. So I think what it sounds like is you miss your friend. You miss the friend that would drop anything for you and go out and party and do all that stuff. And she's just, you always feel this way. People always feel this way when your friend gets in a relationship and they do stuff with them. So- I don't think that's as much your concern. And since she's doing healthy, normal things, I don't, you know, that's just the kind of girl she's going to be. Just because someone's weird in a relationship doesn't mean that they're not your friend. Like someone could be a shitty girlfriend and a great friend. Someone could be your best friend and an absolute nightmare in the sack. So I don't know. I think also, and I don't know you, if you had a boyfriend, I think you'd think about this less. But you don't want to get caught in the like single friend complaining about their friend's relationship. And uh, I think you're dangerously close to that category right now, especially given that her activities are like pretty benign. I don't know. I guess I would also be annoyed if the person just completely like one week, they're like, I have a hundred, like what if I was like, Eliza, I don't collect DVDs anymore. I collect coins. You'd be Mm. like, what? I think it's okay to take an interest in what the other person's doing. And I would, what I'd want to check in with, uh, what I'd want to check in on with her, just put as many prepositions in a row as possible, is that she's fulfilled and that maybe he's doing stuff she likes. Mm-hmm. But the truth is if she's like, I love drinking and taking drugs and he's like, I don't do that. There's not a lot of gray area. But right. a board game and a beer, you know, try to go along. Maybe it's super fun. Um, just make sure that she's happy too. But it's it's her relationship and sounds like she'll be out of it soon. <laughs> you two can start dating. Go to raves, Swedish raves. Anonymous. Hi, Liza. I recently got laid off due to COVID from my dream job and hired at another company. I recently found out that a friend of mine who I referred to for the same position as I am in is getting paid $10,000 more than me. I approached my manager about it and he said he can't do anything about it, that I already accepted the offer and there's no going back. What do you advise I do? Oh, these are always tough because I don't have a normal job. Uh, you're a girl and the guy's a guy that got more money or your friend got more money? That's a girl too. We don't know the genders, but this person referred their friend. Their friend is now getting 10,000 more than them. I mean, wait, that, that friend referred you? No. Oh, you referred a friend and you both do the same job. Yes. It sounds like it when d- the friend was referred in, in their interview, they, they did said, a I job. want this. Yeah, the fr- God, honestly- like, look, if, if all things are equal, like, let's say you are two, let's say you are two women, let's say you are two people 
of the same education, the same experience, which probably are not equal. You know, I would, before I get into it, I would make sure my friend that I refer, that your friend doesn't have more experience, doesn't have more education, like doesn't have things that would warrant that much more money. His answer is a little shitty, like you already accepted it, but you, you know, caveat emptor. So that was your chance to ask for it. And sometimes as women, we do ask for less. And- but I mean, now can it be like, oh, well, if you guys have the money to throw around, I want more. Like, but you have to be willing to leave, you know? Like, that's what this person was willing to do yeah. was not accept the job. Make sure that you're doing the exact same job and make sure, like, make sure all things are incredibly even because it shouldn't be, like, also, did they negotiate you to that amount or did you say, I want to make $5,000? Right. So make sure that it wasn't of your own doing. Right. And is there a different instance benefits? Does the other person 10, have certifications yeah, you don't Yeah, make have? sure. Because then that's, that's, a, that's a lot of money. So- yeah. And then, you know, are you willing to walk away from that? Because his answer doesn't seem very educated. Like, well, that's done. Deal's done. It's like things get renegotiated all the time. Yeah. So make sure it's completely even and that your friend's not lying. And, you know, is it, is it too, like, make sure all things are comparable. Mm-hmm. Because obviously men are going to make more because they're smarter. I mean, don't even, <laughs> don't even bring that up. <laughs> um, so that's the answer. Yep. And then, you know, if it really, if it's going to bother you, if you're willing to walk away, be willing to walk away. That's the most powerful thing. Later, when you leave this room, I'm going to ask Tian Fu what she makes. She makes um, the pleasure of me picking up her diarrhea. She has tummy ache. We gave her sweet potato. Or I'm sorry, we gave her pureed pumpkin. Hopefully there's no more diarrhea. I hope. She makes apple bites. She gets, she makes two square meals a day. Hey, lies Emily and the gang. Bio for reference, 28. Female, straight, single, human. Wait, hold on. I'm just thinking about this more. I just, the only frame of reference I have, because, you know, when you make a deal with a network or something, you have quotes. Like, I can think of shows I've done. I think this is a real lesson in, yeah, I I want to, sorry. I just want to know, did you ask for an amount or did they negotiate with you? And also, like, this is a, might might be a really hard way to learn the lesson about knowing what you're worth. Because I will find out, like, if it's just a local show, like, what other people are making. And I've definitely found out that, like, a dude comic is making a couple hundred more. And I'm like, that's what you got to give me. Or you can go fuck yourself. And I'm very willing to walk away. And they always say, okay. Mm-hmm. So be make be clear about what you're willing to walk away from. Okay. Hey, Eliza, Emily, and the gang. Bio for reference. 28, female, straight, single, human. I need help with a witty response. This has happened to me several well, times. It's, it's by now, it's not witty. <laughs> and I don't know quite the best way to respond. When I'm on a dating app and talking to a new guy, as in we haven't been on any dates yet and I am so far away from being emotionally invested in the relationship at this point, I get the message, send me a pic, winky face. Now, Why? I understand guys don't want to be catfished. And I think my profile pictures are an accurate representation. But I'm not the kind of gal to just drop what I'm doing and send a selfie. I also don't want to have a stash of selfies I can just keep for the sense. I don't want to come off that way because that's not my personality at all. What's a good response? Also, I've made a pear pie before. It was pear and caramel, very tasty. Ooh, see, I feel that then it's different. Like I want pure pear pie. And I said I was going to make it and then I didn't. And that's kind of the way I roll. I put an idea out there and then I'm like, you know what? This is a lot of work and I don't want to clean the standing mixer. Um, It's interesting that you don't want to send one. And if they're not asking for a sexual picture, I think... I get like from like a feminist standpoint, you're like, I'm not just going to send you one. Like you have a whole album of pictures there, but it does happen. You know, you could always write you first and mm-hmm. see what they send or just keep a cute picture of yourself that mm-hmm. you like on your phone and just send it. I think if it purely is because no one wants to be catfished, that's very fair. 
So I don't, I guess, I think you're bumping up against something else. I think you are like, like you said, like, I don't have the time to be dropping and sending you a picture, but had you not brought up the catfish thing, I don't think that would have occurred to me for I'm an elder, but I think that's fair. What about you? Yeah, I think anytime someone on a dating app sends me a winky face, I'm like, you're suspicious. So the winky face makes it sound pervy. Yeah. It's also odd. I mean, I don't remember that happening to me on dating apps. Like, send me a pic. And I'm like, but there's a bunch. That's why you clicked. You saw right. my pictures. Um, so maybe, maybe during COVID, people are all getting a lot heavier and they're asking for pictures. I think the winky makes it sound like they're asking for like an inappropriate picture. That or like, send me a pic. You know that I think you might be a thousand pounds. So... Just take it, have a cute one ready and just send it. Although then it's weird if like you start FaceTiming and he's like, you're not in the same outfit. And you're like, whatever. Right. Um, or why don't you just be like, here's my Instagram. Why don't you, here's one. Here's my Instagram handle. Pick whichever one you want. Yeah. If it really is about not wanting to take a picture. Yeah. That or you first. See if they're willing to drop everything. Yeah. You first does sound like you have tentacles and you're hiding it. I would kind of get past that. Relationships are a give and take and send a, a normal picture. It doesn't have to be sexy. Like here I am, like peace sign. Mm-hmm. With today's newspaper. Oh my God, that's so funny. Oh my God, that's what you should say. Do you want me to hold up today's newspaper to prove that it's real? <laughs> and that's a little, you know, I don't know how cheeky you are, but there's, yeah. a, there's a couple responses for you. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on what you're getting offended at. I can't, I'm not sure what it is mm. based off this, but several things. You got that top of the cob look in your eye. And your wee BDI. Taste the top of the cob. You're doing it right. Every day. You just take a bite. Top of the cob. That little glimmer of hearts. Oh, Christmas happened. Sugar plums. I stayed home. Top of the cob. 2021. Every day. You thought it rhymed with fun. But I changed my mind. (laughs) I'm orange. My top of the cob is uh, taking a little vacay. Taken a little vacay, uh, didn't go away for Christmas. Really appalled at the amount of people who continued to board flights. People like, oh, I'm so glad I made it, you know, to Hawaii. So grateful I made it to New York. Like, you're an asshole. Like, everybody's taking all the precautions. We're all wearing masks. It's really insane how people just for self pleasure. And I've been quarantining, and it is it is a bummer when you really are negating. Uh, your own emotional needs and fun. And then you just see everyone around you like, fuck it, I'm going to Minneapolis. So uh, we decided to take a little trip that involves us in the car. And we will not be staying at a hotel. We will be staying somewhere remote. It's very nice, but not interacting with people. We're not sharing airspace or anything. So we are on a quarantine vacation to go commune with nature. It is very important. Uh, just to be around the leaves, to have the phone off, to take a deep breath. And I very much look forward to that because it's just after New Year's and I've worked really hard and I like to work really hard right up until a trip. And I I like that. I already don't really wear makeup or do anything to my hair, but it feels really nice to just feel the dirt between your toes and touch some lichen and look at a bird and get <laughs> bombed at night. <laughs> That's my tip of the kip. Okay, my top of the cob is the Mamma Mia 2 Here We Go Again soundtrack that just fills me with joy. I can watch is that the YouTube one you're videos. always playing in the car? I You haven't heard it in a long time, but I've rotated it back in. When I watch the videos on YouTube that are just clips from the film, I cry with happiness. When everybody, there's a scene 
where they're all on the island and Amanda Seyfried is having a grand reopening of the island hotel and her mom, Meryl Streep, is dead, okay? And her three dads are like, we all can't come, or two of them are like, we can't come because we're stuck and there's a storm. And the storm Oh my God, this is so long. And, and the island is ruined. I have- and- I, I have not been looking at you hoping you'd get the ocular cue that like, I don't want to hear this. This is so long. I hurried mine. Okay. Fine, finish it. Now I feel bad. Because you're not laughing. But like, it's say Like, this is not the time. I'm sharing my top of the cob. Oh my God, fine. But I'm not listening. Okay, we're going to bottom of the cob. Go What's ahead. your bottom of the cob? You. No. What's your you. bottom of the cob? Everyone finish can listen your top and of, know. You did the whole wind up. You edged all the way. <laughs> and now you're not going to have an explosion. No, what's your bottom of the cob? Finish your top of the cob. I order you. <laughs> I'm talking. Okay, so they think nobody's coming to the island. But then out of the storm comes everyone on ships singing Dancing Queen together. Including and I watched the, the clip. No, she's Including dead. the dead mom? No, and I watch the clip on YouTube and I cry every single time. <laughs> and I might cry now thinking about how beautiful it is. And Mamma Mia too. here we go again. You know what my top of the show, speaking of you crying, it was really special to me that I gave you a Christmas gift and you teared up. I did. I loved it. I thought you were going to hug me, but you didn't. You are like a feral cat <laughs> and I can feed you and I can leave. Jody has cats like this, but you can't get near them. We were already you. so far apart. It would have taken a trek to get over to you. And by then I feel like it would have been weird. What if I had walked in halfway, you'd been like, ugh. You're like, and by trek, I mean three feet. And I just if I get all my steps tide, in at once. <laughs> the tide could have turned as I made my way across the room, much as it did during this top of the cob. Okay. My bottom of the cob is um that feeling just after the holidays. Um because during the holidays, you're like, oh my God, I love Christmas so much. Like I played Christmas songs all throughout. I love it. I love it. I love it. And you're eating like sweets and you're like, ooh, eggnog. And that feeling, it's not like a weight gain thing, but like, you know, when you eat a lot of candy or you drink a lot of alcohol and the next day, your mouth's a little like, like, or if you eat it, like the sugar coating, I feel sugar coated. Mm. Like, I feel like I've been sweating a little too much in my cozy blanket and it's just been like a little too, it's not even that cold here. Like, you know, when you're in a, in a sweatshirt and you feel cozy, but then the sun comes out and you start to get sweaty in your cozy clothes. That's how I feel like January 10th. Mm. I start to feel sweaty in my cozy clothes and that feeling is creeping in. It's swimsuit season time, girls. Time to shed those pounds and tan your buns. Get out there and make that money. My bottom of the cob is, why do candles got to burn so weird? I always have like half of it's too high. The other half's too low. Now it's in a corner. The black, the edges are blackened. Go back to the center. You got to trim your wick. I, I it doesn't, I. That's the, that's um, the sequel to John Wick. <laughs> trim your wick. It's the fourth one after one through three. You guys, um, I never ask this, but another bottom of my cob is how few write-ups we have about our podcast. I did some research the other day. I was looking around at other podcasts that are also comedy, like similar vibe, even though I'm pretty authentic and unique. Uh, and everyone kind of taps out around like 1,500. Yeah, you're talking about not write-ups, but reviews. Reviews, sorry. Please write us a review, but only a positive one. I'm not interested in the critique or something negative. <laughs> So if you're going to get me a present, get me something good. But yeah, please leave us a review. Um, that's to, to get new listeners and new sponsors and keep the show going. Um, that would be a nice thing in 2021. Uh, mm -hmm. We do all this. We love you guys. We love your loyalty. We love our growing fan base. Please just write us a little review. Just, you know, a couple adjectives. If you need to know what an adjective is, it is a descriptor. Descriptive word. Um, just write some nice things about the show. That's what I would like in 2021. 
And if you can leave words in addition to the five stars, that's nice. No that's pictures. helpful. Five stars are great, but words would be great because people do read those. Um, and yours might be at the very top, at the top of the cob. Uh, here we go. Ask Eliza anything. Moving into 2021 with strength. Ladies, repeat it after me. We're breathing in. We're exhaling gratitude, platitudes, and <laughs> farts. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Here's a fun exercise. What would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? I bet you nobody would say, um, I'd spend it thinking about things I can't change. I'd spend it having crippling anxiety. No, you'd say like, I'd go for a run or I'd spend time with my hobby or I'd pet my dog's tongue. A lot of us spend our times wishing we had more time. And the question is, what do you want to make more time for? I bet the answer for a lot of people is your friends, your family, relaxing. Well, therapy can help you clear some space mentally so you can find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. Think about therapy like housekeeping for your brain. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You go to betterhelp.com. And you fill out a brief questionnaire and you can get matched with a licensed therapist. No more driving across town. No more stressing out. BetterHelp makes it easy for you to get the therapy that you would like. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Eliza.